This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. You guys ready? Yeah, ready. Guys, welcome to the Full Blast Podcast. I'm Jeff Fader, and I am blessed. I'm blessed, ladies and germs, to have my friends Toby and Honor here. These are the 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 kingpins behind the Iron and Steel po- uh, Fire and Steel Podcast. I apologize, <laughs> but before we get to it, these two these two specimens, let's just take care of a little business. Number one is Broadbeck Ironworks, maker makers of the two x seventy two grinder. This is an awesome company that their knife makers making grinders for knife makers, metal workers, woodworkers. You're removing material. This is the part for you. And if you go to BroadbeckIronworks.com, put in the promo code KNIFETALK10, you will get 10% off all your grinders, attachments, parts, all that stuff. I love these guys. I love their the attachments. I use their grinders all the time. It's my number one grinder to go to, so check out what's going on with them. Next is Even Heat. Manufacture the finest heat treat ovens available. To get your next oven, go to evenheat-kiln.com. Just got off the phone with Spence. I love these guys, and I'm going to see them at Maker Camp, and uh, anytime you have any questions about your kiln, you call them up. They know everything. If you're heat treating, it's you got to get a kiln. The, I, we get nothing but messages on Knife Talk. I only want to do stainless, but I only have a forge. Stop it. It's enough already. You just just get yourself a, get yourself an even heat, and you will not regret it. Get that tap control. Get that solid-state drive, and uh, you're all squared away. So evenheat-kiln.com. Check it out over there. If you're in Australia, if you're in Australia, go check out my friends over at Nordic Edge. That's nordicedge.com.au. They are a great company in Australia where they are helping people learn about knife making, learn about bladesmithing. You can get all your parts there. You can get all your equipment there. You can get all your stuff. If, you, if you're getting started, you can get it resupplied. Go check out what's going on over there. Get the Nordic Edge. Uh, they do tang hole saws, and they're making all sorts of... Uh, they're making jig guides and all these great things to make you a, a good knife maker. And Jamie Bishop's involved. And if Jamie Bishop's involved, if Sausage Man Forge is involved, you know it's going to be good. So check out what's going on over there. And you can check out what's going on on their Instagram. You go to at Nordic Edge, at Nordic underscore Edge. Good dudes over there. So check out what's going on with them. Next is Lawrence Lake, Maritime Knife Supply. I'm going to see him soon. If you're in Aust- if you're in Canada... And all your knife-making needs, belts, abrasives, steels, kilns, forged presses, heat-shooting ovens, all that stuff. You want to get your gator piss, go get it from him. We'll talk about that in a minute. You want to get your damas steel. You want to get your combat abrasives, anything you want if you're a knife maker. And if you don't think he has it, reach out to him. I'm sure you can get it. So go check out MaritimeKnifeSupply.com or MaritimeKnifeSupply.ca. I got a message from my friends over at Trojan Horse Forge, makers of the Stable Rail Knife Finishing Vice. That's Sam and Jeff. They are making these amazing, amazing vices. I love my my um, my stable rail knife finishing vice, uh, built in the heart of Texas, and they will take these vices will take your knife finishing to a whole new level with plates that you can hand sand and ways you can turn it around and put in your vice is great. And they're starting to come up with new products, and part of the new products is the T4 T4 Sentinel oil, which is really really great stuff. Uh, I they sent me a grip of it, and if you even want it's comes in a little dropper like if you're like a medical person you feel like you're a scientist professional it's not in one of them 
hockey puck tins and make you think you're getting some wax out of a dip can. You know what I'm saying? No offense to all you, all you guys, but uh, yeah, the the T4 Sentinel is great. And if you wanted to become a distributor for them, you go reach out to TrojanHorseForge.com. And definitely, if you're trying to figure out ways in which to make your glue ups easier, go get that handle press attachment that fits on your vise. Definitely check out what's going on over there. There's TrojanHorseForge.com, and if you put in the promo code. Uh, full blast 10 you're gonna get 10 percent off everything ladies and gentlemen everything so check out what's going on with them next are my friends baker forge and tool that's bakerforge.com they are the makers of some of the finest steels around uh, exotic steels sand mize and copper mize and copper mascus and damascus and all that stuff if you if you're looking to snazz your things up Get yourself snazzy. Go get check out what's going on over at BakerForge.com. And if you put in the promo code Full Blast, you can get 10% off all of your stuff, including Gator Piss. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Gator Piss. It's an etching, and people are people are talking about it, and no one's ever talked about etchings like Gator Piss, like they are talking about Gator Piss. So it's a really great stuff. I use it. I'm surprised at how good it works on not just uh, all the Baker Forge stuff, but if anything you're trying to etch. And if you go to diyeurope.com is that right diyeurope.eu they're they're the only ones in the eu who's got the gator piss yeah only ones so go check out what's going on with that gator piss and uh see what's going on definitely check out uh, baker fortune tool on instagram and um it's really dynamite stuff it's lights out easy to work with if you're a stock removal guy this is the great stuff to uh check out so go check out what's going on over there uh, I've been, and I'm saying this with all due respect, I'm only using Total Boat for my two-part epoxy, and I'm getting really great ex- results. Go to TotalBoat.com slash Full Blast and check out what's going on. If you're a knife maker and you're thinking to myself, yourself, well, I only use a marine-grade marine grade epoxy. Well, this is marine-grade epoxy. It's for boats. It's making sure the boats float. So check out what's going on over there and use the, uh, the affiliate code totalboat.com slash full blast and you will get a nice little amount off and some of that goes to your favorite podcast me which is maybe or maybe not so check out what's going on over there totalboat.com i really really like their uh, adhesives uh, i like their uh, uv cure clear resin all that next is gl hansen and sons makers of g carta what's g carta you say it's unique composite of natural fibers and fabrics mixed with epoxy under pressure and uh, heat, and it basically looks like cross-cut micarta, and the rags are—it's got like rags and different colors, and it's really awesome stuff. And they have stuff called Bofa and Ripple Cut and Tuxini by Mikey and Mahi Mahi Radio Worm Jicarta Pheasant by Mikey, which I I have really really like. It really is pretty pretty amazing. Colorama and my favorite of all time, Hoopla. Amazing colors, gives you some razzle dazzle for your handle scales. Uh, easy to work with and finish. And it's got great, it's they're awesome. And if you go to gcarta.bigcartel.com, check out what they got. It's really going to give you a lot of uh, flair to your handles. Uh, I know I really like using it, and thank you very much. And last but certainly not least, I want to thank Tormek. Tormek celebrating 50 years in business with the black T8 sharpening system. It's awesome. Water These water-cooled sharpening systems are really great, and I know people are like, well, I don't use it. I used to be one of the people who didn't like using my Tormek, and then it was all operator error. 
you can use the jigs. You can go jigless. doesn't really matter. You, but I will say that it made me a better knife maker and repeatable. It doesn't take as much material off. Uh, I feel it's very efficient for me, and I really appreciate Tormac. I had some drinks with the guys at Tormac when I was down in Spain, and they're dynamite. Dynamite guys. So go check out Tormac.com, at Tormac underscore sharpening on, on Instagram, and definitely check out what's going on with those guys. Look, what can you say? I'll tell you what you can say. My guests are Toby Morell. Or you can't say Morell or Merle. Merle. You say Merle, right? Merle. 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 I have an I double not an E double L. Toby Merle and Honor Kagler. These two guys, you know them because they are the only podcast worth a damn. The, the Fire and Steel podcast. On on uh, on wherever you get your podcast is the podcast on Saturday mornings. I look forward to every single time I'm one of the guys getting in there early. I enjoy. It comes around eleven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I am a fan of these two guys. Toby, honor. What's going on? Yeah, it's weird to be <clears throat> someone else to be here and uh, still have to speak to fucking Toby, which is unfortunate. <laughs> this is gonna happen right in there. I almost didn't invite Honor. I, I told you I was inviting him, and I was going to just send the wrong email address. But, uh, but I, I thought, why not? I didn't want him to feel bad and get upset. And it feels like I only spoke to him yesterday as well. It's weird. It does feel just like that, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I, well, I, I have to... Go ahead. Sorry. I opened my messages today, and, and I saw... It was like something from God, because Honor was the first one. And when I opened it, there was the little emoji with your finger sticking up at the person who you send her the message to just there for no reason in the in the the message bar and i thought well it'd be rude not to send it to honor then wouldn't it so with no explanation i sent on a i flipped on the bird which he loved actually to be honest do, do, yeah do you know really what nice do you know why i loved it because literally as you said well about about two seconds before you sent that i sent um i was speaking speaking to jeff and i was saying that i was going to abuse you on the podcast and then you sent that <laughs> <laughs> and i was like that's perfect timing that <laughs> this this is legitimately the one of the most weird experiences because listening to you just now, I felt like I'm just listening. So I, I it remind I thought I was listening to the podcast. I wasn't actually part of it. So there might be a lot of that today. <laughs> well, look, we're, we're not here for that, Jeff. We're here for a serious interview because you're the master of that. So we thought we thought we'd both sit here and just let you find out about our mums and our and our dads and, and all the, all the <laughs> things. Come on. You don't want to do that. The thing is, is you got to go. I, I started to do two in the beginning. I started to really kind of try to do what's referred to as active listening. I mm. talked to some friends, my wife, who's in the medical field. And she deals with people. And I, I read a lot with these. I'm, I got fascinated by these uh, FBI uh, hostage negotiators and how they talk and other interviewers and how they interview. And that I learned about active listening. And it's really kind of made me try to listen to where I listen to the person I'm talking to and then try to make it a better conversation. But sometimes it can be so exhausting that I look forward to podcasts like this where I don't have to really do any, you know, major brain work. I can just kind of have a good time and fuck around. Well, I, I liked it when you used to make really serious people cry, but that's fine. I mean, if you want to do more light ones, that's all right too. I had a real <laughs> problem, to be honest with you. I, um, I got a couple, I kind of, I, I, I started, well, it was all sort of on knife talk. And when back in the day, when we were doing the show, Craig and Craig Rockwood, Craig Lockwood and I would text with each other, 
And then he dared me to try to make somebody cry. And it was like, <laughs> I got a couple people. And then I was just like, I felt like, and then when I did this, I got a couple people to cry. And then all of a sudden there was this reputation. And then I couldn't book people. There were people who wouldn't come on because they thought I was- <laughs> They didn't want to cry. <laughs> they, they thought there was one person I really wanted to have on. And she said to me, I'm afraid of what you're going to get me to say. And then all of a sudden it was just like, and then, you know, same thing with knife talk. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, I'll tell you, it's a funny story. So we had uh, Jason Knight on <clears throat> and I had on uh, knife talk on full blast. I had, you know, this is a couple of years ago. I had, <clears throat> pardon me. I had um, Quentin Middleton on who's his like awesome knife maker down in the Carolinas and just like a really, I mean, just salt of the earth guy. And like, he's a disciple of jason knight but in the best possible way he's not just ripping him off he's like he's gone his own direction but jason knight was his uh, teacher so when i had him on he got real emotional about the fact that jason knight really kind of like changed his life and if he didn't meet jason knight and learned under jason knight you know he and he started to get kind of weepy and i you know i was just like all right well this is didn't expect that to happen so then we had jason knight on and then I'm listening and they're talking, talking, talking. And the next thing you know, I said something and then I get a text from Craig. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to make Jason and I cry? And I'm like, do you want me to make Jason and I cry? <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, I dare you to make Jason and I cry. And you can actually listen to that episode. And I'm like, did you know that Quentin Middleton says you changed his life? Do you understand the magnitude? I went a little bit too hard in the paint, but I was definitely going for it. And I, he got a little choked up, but it was like, I started to feel kind of shitty about it. And then I kind of stopped that, you know, so. He's too, much of a, he's too much of a man. He wasn't going to cry. He's, he's, he's a, uh, you know what? A lot of guy. these guys, a lot of these guys are, are wear their heart on their sleeves so hard that they're they're very like susceptible to uh, unintentional emotional outbursts. So you never know. You never know. But uh, yeah, I had to stop I'm, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, unlike Honor, I, I I've said all sorts of horrible things to him. I've never managed to make him cry. He, yeah, he likes I, it. He gets a bit hard from it. <laughs> yeah you know what that's the best part about the both of you like you one of the things i wanted to talk about was the fact that when i said in the beginning that you're the only podcast worth the damn it's because you both have this chemistry which a lot of pod most podcasts don't have like i don't have i mean knife talk doesn't have the chemistry you guys have i, I haven't heard another podcast a maker podcast that has such good chemistry as the two of you you guys play upon each other very well and you listen to each other and you kind of go at each other a little bit but it's all like it all kind of like it's it's always very it seems very natural i think i think it's like obviously when two people hate each other so much it, like people like that don't they like people like people hating each other <laughs> so it's, it's like, like it's, goggle it's box it's just watching people that really shouldn't be on television and we just should not be on the radio imagine if this was radio jeff imagine if this was the 60s oh. and there's radio we never would have got through the gatekeepers by <laughs> no chance we'd have been pirate radio out the back of kansas somewhere I think you're wrong. I think you're absolutely wrong. There, I'll rem I remember it was a number, I guess it was maybe last year or the year before. And I was, I had to like, it was, it was like, I think it was like two fall. Maybe it was last fall. And I was, I had you guys on and I was actually like raking the leaves. And, and I, was, I was in my backyard and I had, I was listening and all of a sudden I was just like, 
aren't there any more leaves to rake? I'm listening to this. You guys like totally like had me like completely, you know, like looking for more leaves to rake because I was like, I just wanted to be outside raking leaves, listening to you guys. So, you know, you guys have some magnetism that's, that's kind of hard to replicate, replicate. Do you know what's funny about you saying that, right? There's two people I think about on a lot of podcasts. When I do a podcast, one of my thought processes is, I hope my mom doesn't hear this. Uh. And, th- and that's almost every single podcast. And the other <laughs> one is, well, that wasn't the best podcast I've ever done. I wonder what Jeff thought of it. <laughs> I, 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 and, I, and look, I don't know why, but maybe that's just a, you're, you're the master and, and we're just like poor, poor man's knockoffs. Oh, so if you're it. listening, then we're, then, we're, then we're happy with that. Well, well I'm happy with that. On the, the, hardest part, the hardest part about podcasting is, is like, it's like, it's just like knife making. You can't make one and then all of a sudden that's, your, that's what you hang your hat on. You know, it's like, what's next? So you kind of almost have to like, you know, I always listen back. I know a lot of podcasters don't listen back. And the reason why I listen back is because it's important to kind of see, well, is it good or is it not good? Is it this working or not working? Am I doing something wrong or am I interrupting too much? Or I try to like think about it, but at the same time, I also kind of like let it go. Like, I think it's important to let it go and hope that, you know, always think that the next one's going to be better. And then, you know, look, it's hard. Sometimes it's just like you got off days. Some days it's just, it's good and some days it's not good. But the most amazing part is the fact that so many people reach out and I'm sure you guys get the same thing and how much people kind of like really rely on you to kind of keep them company. Because that's really what it is. I'm I'm glad you guys aren't like Gary V. Jr. where you're like giving life <laughs> advice. Because what do you podcast... mean? We give life advice every week. <laughs> no, well, when you st- when you start to and honor beats your brakes in, that's always gr- better. <laughs> because people don't want to be told what to do; they want to be kept company. You know. I think as well. Like obviously, <clears throat> we've both we're both from like different walks of life. So Toby's like a, one is a scumbag. He's a, relig- he's a religious me. guy, and I'm just a guy who doesn't believe in any of that rubbish. Right. So it's like opposite opposite ends of the spectrum. And Toby is um, from Australia, which is the opposite side of the planet as well. And for yeah, some crazy as fuck reason, he decided to move to fucking England, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. What a moron! I'm gonna say. Well, that Not was smart. As that I was a, a family decision, right, Toby? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Look, I, as far as I'm concerned, I'd go anywhere my wife goes, and uh, and she was going to England, so so was I. <laughs> well, there that. you go. I'd, I'd be like, "Are you taking the kids? You are okay. I'm staying here." <laughs> you say actually, that but then every now and then you drop these little bombs that are like beautiful daddy moments or husband <laughs> moments and i go oh he has got a heart he's like the grinch his heart just grew one size today it's it, with, with honor it's definitely like uh it's there's a little bit of like don't look what i'm doing look what i'm doing because i can you can tell that you know you have a very you both have very you're very sweet with your kids and it's, it's always very nice to see. Actually, I was thinking about honor, especially and you, Toby, I don't know if you, Toby, you get the volume of like negativity online that, uh, honor gets. And I was thinking about just... no, only cause honor gets most negativity from me. He doesn't realize I got like 15 <laughs> accounts. I just abuse him. <laughs> oh, so you're the one. Yeah. Yeah. He you're doesn't the get one. any other negative abuse apart from me, uh, made up name, man. <laughs> the, the pepper army, man. <laughs> yeah. is it the pepperoni or the... Abuse me. i thought pepperami. it was i thought i thought it was a pepperoni and then it's a pepperami. Pepperami. yeah, pepperami. yeah. It's, it's based yeah. on pepperoni it's like a skinny pepperoni with full of crap like yeah. toby weirdly yeah 
So I was, I actually was thinking about, I was thinking about kind of like you, what some of the things you guys talk about when you talk about social media and what people do and what people say. And I was thinking about also kind of chemistry. And the only thing I really, I listen to your podcast. I listen to a couple other ones. I listen to Brian's house's podcast every so often. And then, um, I mostly listen to sports radio. And the reason why it's because now it's the only real radio where you have to kind of be there in the moment. Because you don't, we wouldn't listen to a radio show, a sports radio show two weeks ago because it just has no real relationship to the now. So I started listening to sports radio and, and um, I found this one show that I really, really like. And I was on their Instagram page and the guy was like, yeah, it was a new show. We're trying to work it out. And I just wrote, all I wrote was, I, I like the show. You, got great, you, got, you guys got great chemistry. And one of the people on, so all of a sudden I get this notification that somebody responded to my comment just saying, congratulations, you're a good show. And the guy, guy writes to me and he goes, you don't really like one of the hosts, do you? And like said the name of the host. And I was, and I wrote back, I'm like, yeah, I think they got great chemistry. And he goes, you're full of shit. They suck <laughs> and so do you. And I was like, what the fuck? I like, was just like, what, what kind of grown man? starts to kind of get into it with a stranger over nothing. And yeah. I could, and all I could think of is what honor, what you have to go through because I never get that. I rarely get that kind of shit, the shit that you get. And it is shocking to me still that people waste their time and energy into just like, just doing nothing, but just being a dick. Yes. I, I don't yeah. get any of that. I'll be honest, but I think you know there was those kids at school that you looked at. You just wanted to punch them in the face. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Honor's career is that. <laughs> he, he, he like there's there's just him being him makes people go. I have to abuse this man. Like you get you get like priests and like people that know better that like, have to go. I got to abuse this guy, and and that's that is Honor's fault. I blame. It's like when a guy goes out drinking and then comes in and says such a bad headache in the morning at work. You go, that is not my problem. That's yours. This is Honor's entire career. <laughs> If it if it keeps if it keeps me relevant, I'm happy with it. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it it does baffle me. Like that that like you say, it's like it's like wasted energy. But they'll always try and justify it as well. Because I've recently I've been trying to give like sort of realistic replies to people, and and you know like someone will someone will say something like, oh, you know, like you should have done it this way. And then I've said like I I think I said it on 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 our podcast, and I said I replied and like in a, in a nice polite way, and I said, oh well. You go and make it that way, and like, and send me some pictures of it. And then they the, the took so much offence to it, like, why you you should be listening to constructive criticism and all this. As soon as someone mentions constructive criticism, I fucking block the message. I just block them replying because I'm I I don't deal with that. the The word constructive criticism to me means nothing. You aren't gonna listen to someone like. A fucking a surgeon isn't gonna listen to someone on the internet say, "Well, you need to you need to go down there, cut that, cut that." They're not gonna be like, "All right, yeah, I'll listen to you," even though I don't know whether you're a surgeon or not. So why should a knife maker? Why should anyone listen to someone who's online who's just saying it? Like it's their opinion at the end of the day. It's not. It's not. It's not that they know better. It's their opinion. They think that this would work better, but they don't know because they've never done it. It's just. Oh well, if I tried it, I'd do this. Well, yeah, I also thought before I made this, I'd do it a different way. But when I started making it, I realised actually I've got to do it this way because it doesn't make sense to do it the other way. And you, you learn while you're fucking doing it. But these people don't do it, so they'll never learn. But the crazy thing is, is they're using the wrong terminology because constructive criticism you seek out. 
Yeah. They're giving you unsolicited advice. Yeah. Which is completely different. Completely different. And the funny thing is, is like, you know, I know in a couple years ago, you were the first person to really kind of like screenshot and then use them on your stories. And all I could think of is, God damn it, he's taking advantage of this opportunity and using it as content. My my thing is, is I remember uh, four or five years ago, somebody sent me a message on Knife Talk saying that this company out in the Middle East is, is, is copying people's stuff and then posting on it. So I thought, well, let's activate the listeners and then have the listeners attack this guy. You know, and it was like this, it just, it was this enormous, I mean, it was a tidal wave, frankly, of people just like, you're stealing from this guy or stealing from that guy, whatever. It was such a long emotional day of like dealing with these responses that were coming in, responses going out, what's my response? It was too exhausting and I refused to do it anymore. That was it. I'm not, you know, I'm doing it anymore. And to the point where now, in the last couple of years, I've made the decision that I'm not going to be manipulated by someone into responding mm. unless I get paid. I'm doing it for. I'm not doing it for free. I'm not going to. I'm not going to engage unless it's for unless unless I can get paid. And the, so the only reason was when someone says something gnarly to me, I just bring it to a podcast. I'm getting paid. I got to. I got to cut this time down. So I'll tell it on the. I'll tell it on the show, and it's like. I felt as though it was this weird time vampire or an energy vampire. Yeah. I couldn't, I, and, I, and I couldn't, I, it, it, it really, it would screw my whole day up. It is it, that, that's the one thing where I, like I, I've, I've mentioned it in a post when, when I put one up the other day where, like I'll wake up literally, I mean, I could, I could scroll through my phone now, Facebook's the worst one for it. And I, I bet there's this fucking just comment after comment after comment of just bullshit, bullshit. And, yeah. And like, to me, like, it doesn't bother me, but I think, like, I, I've spoken to people, like, when I first started putting them up and loads of people, like, had, had started getting in touch with me and saying, oh, like, since you've started doing this, it's made me a bit more comfortable with getting, like, the abuse that I get sometimes. And, you know, like, just because of the way that I've put it into, like, a logical perspective. Because people, like, humans, like, by design, they are going to get hurt feelings. And I don't right. understand why someone would want to go online, try and hurt someone's feelings when they don't know what day they've had. Like, they could have got up and had a shit day, like, someone could have passed away, like, the, 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 they could be arguing with the, the, the kids, or they could be arguing with the wife. Why would you then want to make that worse for them by being a fucking absolute shit stain, and, and you know, like, for no reason whatsoever? It, it makes no sense. So, I mean, I'd, I'd, really like to, I'd really like a production company to come to me and say, right, what we want you to do is we're going to find these trolls. We're going to go through people's me- uh, like comments. We're going to go to the house of the trolls and then we'll just do some shit to them. Like, we'll just take them to a boxing gym and be like, oh, or like we'll take them to an, an, a knife-making fucking place. We'll take them to a fucking anywhere. Wh- whatever they're criticizing, we'll take them there and we'll, we'll see if they can do it better. I feel like it would make a good show because... They are essentially memes nowadays, aren't they? Like, everyone knows about the comments section. Like, I will literally, if I see, like, any sort of... put. In fact, I watched a video where a guy was doing um, lead work on a on a house, and I went into the comments on there, and there was just people slating him, and it, the lead work was fucking beautiful. I'd never be able to do it, but there was people saying he was doing this wrong, he was doing that wrong, he was a professional fucking... Like, a professional fucking roofer who, who does, does this every day, and there was people telling him how he was doing everything wrong in the comments who probably never fucking touched a piece of lead in the life other than fucking ingesting it by the way that they're acting. <laughs> I, the funniest part is, is, uh, is when people like give their resume 
in the comments. <laughs> That's <laughs> I've that been might welding be, for forty years. <laughs> that might be the dead giveaway that you're a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been welding for fourteen years, and I'll tell you what. Well, what are you doing in the middle of the day on your phone, taking a shit and writing a response to something that has nothing to do with you whatsoever? The thing, the thing is, as well, what a lot, a lot, a lot of these people don't seem to understand is that, like, yeah, you could have been welding forty years, but. The welding that I'm doing might not be the same. Like my stepdad's a welder; he's been welding for he's probably 35 years, and he's seen my welds. And like it, it don't, he does structural welding, and they've all got to be fucking X-rayed and that. But you ain't gonna look at mine and go, "They're shit." That's not gonna weld up a fucking 40-ton bridge because it's not holding up a 40-ton bridge. It's it's holding a fucking piece of metal to another piece of metal that that that's not gonna take that much of an impact. Like that, you can't really put a perspective on everything, and and people do things different. Like. That, I had people criticizing me because I was because I was pushing the weld. I was either pushing or pulling the weld, which is what I was taught originally. And people do it differently, but everyone's like, oh, you're doing it wrong. You need to do it this yeah. way. You need to do it that way. So then I switched it for a video. And then, do you know what? I had people saying, you're doing it wrong. You're, you're, you're fucking pulling the weld when you should be pushing it. And it was like, you can't ever win. You'll always have, you've got like fucking all these different people with different opinions. And someone's always going to think that you're doing it wrong because they do it a different way to you. It's it's madness. And Toby, you do a lot of stuff on Facebook, so I would imagine that you see a lot of that too. I'm just such a nice guy, Jeff. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I just clearly. Don't, I mean, I don't, I don't see any, I don't see, you don't lean into it at all. You don't I lean don't. into problems. Uh, and you know, I don't, I actually, I can't be asked. Every now and then I go to write something and just think, do you know what? I honestly can't be bothered to give. It's, you're right. I'm so slow at writing. I'm like proper ADD dyslexic. One, I can't afford to write a long reply that's spelt wrong or got bad grammar because your whole reply is destroyed by being a moron, right? Right. So I have to check everything, which means I have to spend 25 minutes writing a six-line reply, and that person's not worth my 25 minutes. It's my poo much. is only 10 to 12 minutes, and I can only make several <laughs> replies in that poo. I'm not giving them all to one guy I don't know. So, But well, there's also – I think the thing is, Jeff, because I run companies, there's oh, a yes. little bit – Whereas Honor's business is sort of based around his his character, like who he is. Yeah. Right. Like it 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 ha it sort of reflects it really well. Whereas for me, we're trying to come across as this professional company, so you don't ever want people to be able to make a judgment on our business by a comment I made. So I often have to consider it's what like I go back to before. I often have to think: Would I let my mum see that comment? If I was about <laughs> to write this, would I be alright if my mum saw it? No, probably not. Just. It's not customer is always right, but customer doesn't need to feel like a moron, even if they are. Right. It is, is more the thing. And I have to treat everyone as possibly a customer at some point. So there's yeah. other there's other things afoot. One of the things afoot is people don't never really took advantage of their education. And they're mm. using words and saying things that they don't really understand what they mean. They take things out of context. They can't take things out of context or they don't know how to describe things correctly. Yeah. And I feel as though that there's this like real big mischaracterization. I was doing an Instagram live and a guy wrote a joke that was, didn't seem like it was a joke. It seemed weird. It seemed really weird. Was that me? And then I made a, I made so a I explained face. that later, Jeff. Pardon me? <laughs> was that me? Because I explained no, that later. You. It wasn't you. I said it you. I know it was a joke. But this is somebody I don't really know. He might have been a knife talk guy. I don't know. He said something, and it was like it just came out really like I didn't understand it. And then I and I look, I squinched up my face, and 
And he goes, I thought you could take a joke. And I was like, what the? F-? It was like this most bizarre. It was this. Biz- he said something that was slightly on the bounds of being offensive. And then when I didn't get the give him the response that he wanted, he attacked me for not having a sense of humor, which was like, what the fuck just happened here? <laughs> There's this, like, what is going on with this world? Mm. Do you know what? I think that guy's. Oh, sorry, go. I was going to say the other thing is, is I think that we're also in this weird generational thing. I'm starting to realize that like I'm the old guy and mm. I think you, you guys are the old guys. <laughs> and I think that we're now trying to deal with uh, new generations that are going to be pushing the way we live and we're at it. We might be out of touch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the, some stuff, evolves for the good but then some doesn't and i feel feel like some some stuff ruins our whole um just being a human just ruins us as a human like i don't agree with the fact that people can't say jokes i i, I do agree with like yeah some jokes are offensive to some people but then i also think like if i don't like i've said this before and I've, i'll say it fucking fuck knows how many times if I see dog shit on the floor, I'm not going to stand in it so I can kick off about the dog shit being on the floor. I'll just walk around the dog shit. But these people, like, they'll they'll watch a comedy show and they, who they don't like the guy because his fucking jokes are absolutely ridiculous. Right. And then they'll complain about it. Or they'll watch my videos and then complain about it like that was shit. Well, you looked at the thumbnail and you saw the title. If it was shit, turn it off. Because you know what you're doing by talking about it, by commenting on it, by like, by fucking disliking it. You're interacting with it, which for me is good. Because I'm like fucking what well, I, I made a fucking I made a hidden slingshot thing on my arm. I called it hidden slingshot. People hate it because they said it's not hidden. It's on your arm. Well, yeah, of course it's on it's on my arm. Yeah, uh, because I knew you lot would get fucking upset by it, <laughs> and you fucking watch it, and you'd say it's not hidden, and you'd say all this shit, and you'd say loads of shit about it. And then boom, it's on fucking 35 million views on Facebook. So guess who's the fucking mug? Because it ain't me. <laughs> it's you fuckers who, who don't like it, but comment on it anyway. <laughs> Jeff, to go back to what you said, do you know what? I actually think part of that is people like us that are in, I use the word limelight very tongue in cheek, <laughs> but people, and like you said, you sound like you feel like you're listening to, to, to the podcast. People who listen to people talk every week, they become very familiar with that person's uh, jokes, their their um, their isms, their characteristics, their you know the the way they talk and that sort of stuff, and they and they feel almost like they've become friends with that person, and so right. they can then throw out something that might be a bit of an inside joke between say me and Honor, or between you and Craig, or or whatever, to them, or something they think that you will you will think, oh, that's hysterical. But to you, that guy's just a name on Instagram. You've never met him. You don't know who he is. You don't, it's not in context anymore. It's not, it's not contextually lined up with the conversation that you were already having. And you go, what? Wait. And then the guy's like, ah, I knew he wasn't as cool as he seemed. He's a prick. Yeah. There yeah. is a I, lot of that. I There's see that. that. Not heaps, but every now and then I think, yeah. uh, you think we're mates. Yeah. I don't, I, like one, one thing what I disagree with is when people try and, people will try and do something like, you know, like like exactly what you've said, you know, they'll try and do something and it's not funny. Like, if I tell a joke and no one laughs, I act like, oh, yous are all fucking wankers. Like, why should I get <laughs> mad that no one's laughing? If no one's laughing, then it won't funny to them. So it don't fucking matter. So I'll laugh to myself if I think it's funny. And if, if I don't laugh to myself, then 
then obviously it won't funny to me either. But I'd I'd I disagree with people abusing someone because they because it, it's the because they didn't they didn't react how they wanted you to react. But fucking is news to everyone. We're not fucking robots. We aren't going to react how you want us to react because we're different people. We all react differently. We're all individuals. We were all born differently. We've all got different upbringings, but from different areas. If we all act the fucking same, it'd be boring as fuck, and that's not a life that I want to live, acting like every fucker else. I just want to be myself. But I think the internet has made people not understand that we're different. Like, they seem to think that everyone should be the same. Like, you know, like, there's, there's fucking boxers who box this way, and then they'll see another boxer box a different way, and they'll go, oh, well, he should box like him. No, he shouldn't. He'll just fucking box the way that he boxes. Or the same as, like, loads of sports, footballers. Oh, he's a real good footballer. Everyone should football like him. Well, no, because that's just not how it fucking works. It's, it's just, it's just not. But you've done something a lot of other YouTubers haven't been able to do, which is kind of lean into this. I, I had Alex Steele on a long time ago, and I asked him if, if the negative comments or the feelings bother him, and he said yes. In a roundabout way, he said he gets affected. He reads it, and he gets affected by the things that people say about him. And, you know, there are other podcasters, or uh, not podcasters, but there are other types of, uh, you know, YouTubers and stuff like that who get a lot of fucking problems, and they it, it's like, how do you deal with it? And you've been able to figure out a way to kind of like not only take it, but lean into it a bit. Like, I think that a lot of times... Uh, one of the funny things that you do, and you talked about this on one of the podcasts, is that you get people get crazy when you start kind of molesting fruit. I'm using molesting, <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't know what else yeah. other fucking thing to say. The funniest part is you'll take a, a melon, you'll cut it in two, and then you'll kind of give it the old fiddle, a fiddle. You'll fiddle with it a little bit. You're wrong and word. You say, fingers. You, yeah, and you say people here with your fingers. All right, I wasn't clear enough. And 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 you say people get crazy about that. People yeah. get totally crazy about that. But I know for a fact, talking with you and have and you know, kind of chatting, that you also know that people don't want it, and you're going to do it because you're going to get that reaction anyway. Yeah, that's. It's, uh, I'm, I'm essentially, I'm an attention seeker, and that's why I put everything on the internet. I mean, we all are, aren't we? We're, we're seeking attention. People say it to me all the time, like, oh, you're just, you're just an attention seeker. Well, yeah, otherwise I wouldn't have made a channel and wouldn't want people to, like, I wouldn't be, like, saying subscribe to my channel, uh, like it, comment. Like, I want that attention because, obviously, it's monetary. It's, it's it, like, I've done it my whole life. I've, I've been a kid in school where I've wanted the attention. Like, I've tried to make jokes. I've fucked around in school. I didn't make no money from that. So now it's about time that I start making money from me fucking around and, and doing stupid shit. And if it means if I finger a fruit and it upsets you, good, it upsets you. Because if if you want, like, it's this, we're going back to the same thing again. My content is my content. I will do it how I want, not how you want me to do it. That's not how the fucking life, that's not how it works. I'm just doing what I want, and if you don't fucking like it, you go. That's it. Unfollow me. I've I had loads of people unfollow me because I fingered a fucking melon. If you like, <laughs> really, if you if you put it into perspective, though, all I did was put my finger inside a melon. There's nothing rude in that. It's your own. It's your own perception of what you think of watching me put my finger inside a melon. So you're the rude person. I'm not. Like if I if I dip my I mean my fucking kids dip their hands in the fucking food all the time. Should I tell them off for doing it? No, they're just kids being kids. And I'm just being childish by fucking finger-banging a fucking melon in a, <laughs> in a provocative way that's going to trigger someone. 
And if it, if it upsets you and you go, oh, well, I, I had so many people saying they were unfollowing me and I deleted the comments because I thought, well, you don't have to tell me that you're unfollowing. Just go. Like, what do you want? Do you want me to? I'm going to get trophies to people. Leaving ceremony. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm leaving because you're vulgar. Well, I'm vulgar. You've seen what you want to see. I stroked a fruit. What's vulgar about stroking a fruit? Explain that to me. <laughs> Nothing is vulgar about stroking a fruit. So you go. Enjoy yourself. It wasn't the yeah. right content for you. The uh, I plant my flag and say unfollow really is this. <laughs> it's the weirdest fucking thing. I, I can't take it anymore. Unfollow. Yeah. It's like if you're at a party and you're not having a good time, do you just like make some announcement that you're leaving? And <laughs> I'm leaving. One, with, it's weird, isn't the, it? Hoping people will say, "Please don't go." Yeah, I'll ch I'll make a different. I'll make different food. I'll we'll change the we'll change the whole concept of the party. Please don't go. It's, it's like I notice it a lot on on you know Facebook groups. Like I'm in like so many groups for like I mean I've got I'm in groups for I've got one of them DJI um, yeah uh, camera uh, quadcopter things. And I'm in a group for that, and so many people leave that group, and they're, they're like, this this group's full of shit, and and it's just like, fucking hell, just, just go. Like, it's just a group. Of, like, you don't have to notify us that you're leaving. Like, I didn't even know you existed. Like, no one <laughs> knew you existed, and you're leaving because someone said something on one of the fucking things what you don't agree with. Then the group's not for you. Sorry. Do you know what goodbye. the best thing about those is, on it? I had, on on our group, so we have, a, we have a group run by UK Knife Make Supplies called UK Knife Maker Beginner Group. And we get a lot of people come on that are beginners, obviously, as the title says. And there was this whole section about people getting really offended because some beginners are better than others, right? And it depends where you are, whether you're a beginner six months in, year in, or whether you've managed to spend six months every day in the like in the in the uh, workshop or four times in the last six months as to how good you're going to be, right? Yeah. And so there was this whole hoo ha that, that some people are annoyed about that anyway. One guy got super mad about this whole thing. Was it was it was furious because people were putting pictures of good knives up, basically. And eventually, yeah. he said he, he wrote on it, I'm, "I'm leaving. I'm sick and tired of people lying, tr coming on here, getting credit, trying to pretend like they're they're beginners when they're not, and blah blah." And, and I I went on and wrote, "Look, there is some people on who've been on it for years. I invited them when I opened this group because I don't want to be the only one answering questions. I want people to actually be able to ask questions to people who know what they're doing, not the blind leading the blind." So there is actually some professional or more experienced knife makers on here. Um, but you can leave. Feel free. And anyway, he messaged me, DM'd me afterwards. I just think it's disgusting. It's it's false advertised, blah, blah. I just went, mate, go. I, nobody cares. Just leave. It's not a big deal. Anyway, when people join my Facebook group, I send them a message saying, welcome to the group. Um, if you're looking for supplies, check out UK Knife Make Supplies. If you're looking for... Uh, well, I shouldn't say, but I say more information about knife making. Check out our podcast. I don't know why, because we've never talked about <laughs> knife making on it ever. But, that's why they're but, making shit knives. That's right, right. <laughs> but I send that to all everybody. All of a sudden, we get these pictures of people fingering fruit. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But I, I so I send that to everyone, right? And I just sent this to this guy one day, and I go and they go, "Wait, I've already messaged this guy in the past." And then I realise it's this whole stream of this guy, like five months before. And so he's like, come skulking back into the group five months later. Hope I assume hoping no one's going to notice that he's like, he obviously wanted to be in the group enough yeah. that he's come back. And I'm, so I wrote and I said, oh, welcome back, by the way. Hopefully nobody's too, puts pictures of too good of knives on. And he wrote <laughs> oh. back and he goes, oh, I think I was having a bad week that week. Sorry. Well, okay, well at least no. he said sorry. Like at least, at least he's man enough to admit it. 
It was funny though. It, it, that that baffled me when you told me about it because I think like if I see someone who's like there's the that uh, Timo, I can't think of his second name now because well I can't think of it. I don't know. Let's not use people's names to slag off. <laughs> have rules about no, that. No, I'm, I'm not slagging him off. I'm I'm, I'm giving him good feedback. Like okay, his good. his first few knives, like he sent me pictures. He's it, it, been like a subscriber of man for years, and he sent me pictures of his knives. He's like I really like I've been you know I've been watching stuff all over YouTube and. And I really want to start making knives. And he sent me a picture and I was like, fuck off. And I was like, well, how many knives? And I think it was his second knife. And I was like, mate, start fucking making knives. If that's your second knife and it looks like that, I said, like, my knives don't even look like that now. And I've probably made fucking hundreds. And they were just fucking so nice. And I think, like, if I see someone who's making, like, if someone's only on, like, the third, fourth or fifth knife and they're absolutely fucking stunning, good for them. But if I think that mine aren't as good as theirs, then... That's good for me because I think, right, there's a fucking beautiful. I need to up my fucking game. I shouldn't be then going, oh, there's a better than man, man of shit, and then not doing anything about it. I shouldn't want everyone else to sit there in a fucking gully with me with my fucking shit gully knives. We should all be advancing together. <laughs> shit gully knives. <laughs> we, should, we should be striving, you know, like we're striving to, to, to do better knives. Like you look at other people's stuff and you think that's fucking amazing. Like... I, I, I want to fucking try and up my game. I want to do this better. I want to do that better. And that's how that's how life works. You know, like, fucking do better. You know, it's it's a fucking strange thing. Was that T-Sack? Yeah, it was, oh, yeah, right. Timo, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. He's <laughs> a good dude. He's a good he is, dude. Yeah, he, he is, he yeah. A, he, 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 he's a good dude. Um, it, what I'm amazed at is how fin finicky and fickle people are. Yeah. Like, all this stuff is just like, it's just, my wife got off of social media just because she's like, I can't handle this. Like, I got, I got real things to do. Like, I have, I, she's in medical, she's, uh, you know, she's dealing with real sick people. She's like, I don't have time to fuck around with Nancy and what she thinks about the parking job of her neighbor. I don't want any of that, you know? And, and, and what was interesting was, was this, what you were talking about reminded me of a story, which is probably a little bit off the topic, but, but it was fun. It, probably one of my favorite things that ever happened on Knife Talk. When the queen died... I thought, well, you know, po you know, for me, podcasting, a lot of it's like in the moment. Might as well talk about something, you know, in the moment. As an American, you know, Marekko and my, I don't know anything about, you know, the monarchy. And that. So we said to Craig, what do you think? I mean, what, I mean, the queen just died. Tell me, tell us your thoughts. And he got like, he talked about it. He talked about it in a very matter of fact way. And, and you know, it was just like, you know, growing up and growing up in my family growing up and we knowing the queen it was it was pretty not very political not very anything it was but it was like you know he was just and he wasn't even like doing it wasn't even an obituary we ended up doing like you know just a bullshit afterwards we got a message from a the listener the next week and this guy goes i've been listening to your podcast for five years and i've learned a lot but i've got to go I'm from, and I don't remember this country. I don't even remember. It was so insignificant. I don't even remember the country it was from. This is from some, uh, it was like, it was like uh, some tiny island off of, off near Greece. One of the tiny island near Greece, something like that. I don't know what it was. And he says, you, you don't understand. You, you don't understand what the queen did to my people and my, my people. And they, he, she put the, the death sentence on gen two generations ago. Da, 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 da. Uh, might have been Cyprus. That's what yeah, it was. I was, was going to say Cyprus because we've got a we we we've got a British um, base on there because because of something. It's part of the Commonwealth or whatever. 
because we this uh, guy it at one point decided that Craig was personally responsible <laughs> for putting to death <laughs> his grand great grandparents' generation. You know that whole thing. I never trusted just, that Craig to be fair. He fucking he fucking and I wrote and I read it to Craig. I'm just like I am reading this because this is the hilarious. It's hilarious and. So it was. He was. He he took five years of. He learned how to become a knife maker. Listening to knife talk. He loved. He created a a a, a group, a community through knife talk. Craig says he's sorry the queen died, and all of a sudden it was like he just fucking lost his goddamn mind. So basically, what I wrote was just to say how ridiculous this was, is that you're not allowed to use anything we've ever taught you. You have to send <laughs> all the information. Send it all back. All the information that you've that you we, you've learned from us, you have to not use it ever again. You have to send it back. And I said, we don't give a fuck. If you're leaving, you can leave, but you can't take it with you. You gotta fucking send it back. And it was, I said, you're down to slingshots in the fucking forest, buddy. No more knives from you. And it was hilarious because it was just like this guy just like thought that this and it was the greatest con. I mean, it was I was like I wanted to thank him. I'd send him a medal of honor. For sending us, we had two good whole fucking episodes based on, we called him Cypress in the Morning, his own radio show. It was hilarious. <laughs> but I thanked him. I thanked him because I was just like, God damn, this guy is the great. I mean, it was so great, but it was so fickle because it was like, we said one thing, one little thing that was totally, totally innocuous and you throw the whole goddamn bathwater out. Oh, oh mate. And, and this is the thing. Uh, this is what I absolutely love about humans. I, I feel like, when you've got a mate, right, that doesn't agree with something that you agree with, whether it's big or small, unless you don't agree on everything or so much that it's not worth being their mate, they're still your mate. And so, right, like if you learned that much off a off a off a TV show or whatever else, you wouldn't go, I'm ah, I'm I'm getting rid of my television because yeah. there was a show I didn't like. I'm throwing yeah. the telly in the bin and never using it again. It's the same well, thing. I, it's ridiculous. So just to just to finish up, so the next week or two weeks later, he wrote, I just want you to know I haven't listened, but my friends broke my balls. <laughs> they like found out who figured out who he was. I mean, how many knife makers are there in Cyprus? They found out who he was and said, You just you're a dummy. And they they beat the brakes off of him. So I we gave him it. another whole pop we gave him another couple episodes. You, just <laughs> yeah, like, you know, just like thank you. I thanked him at the end. It was just like you know, why were you you're being ridiculous? Yeah. People are ridiculous. We got a guy who listened for th three years, and then we talked about sh uh, we did one thing about safety, and I, I, I sometimes it get I get concerned about you know the influence that some people have, and I said for five five minutes, and the guy says I'm not listening anymore because you're 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 safety Sue, and I'm not I don't want to hear I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm like okay, then why the fuck are you telling me about it? Why don't you just listen to something else? You don't have to make a stamp your feet and leave. Who cares? Damn. Yeah, well, it I always makes me wonder as well when people say this stuff, and I do like to say it like, would they say it? Like, I, in fact, I, a prime example is a guy wrote on on wrote on summer, and I and and I, I I replied to him and I said, if you if you didn't like the produce in a shop, would you go in the shop and then kick off at the woman behind the counter and tell her that you didn't like the produce in the shop? And he replied, in fact, I, yeah, I put I posted it on my Instagram, and he replied saying, no, I wouldn't go in the shop. I'd just walk past it. So then I was like, I saw that. so why are you in my shop kicking off at my <laughs> produce? Right. That's like, so good. Yeah, like you, you, you're using the, you use like the, the internet as your own little fucking thing. If like I don't like fucking shops, 
I'll just walk past a fucking shop that I don't like. I won't go in fucking Primark or whatever. I won't go in any of these shops because it's just not for me. But I'm not going to go online and be like, hey, Primark, your shop shit. Your fucking stuff shit. <laughs> My missus has got fucking 14 bags worth of stuff from you. She's never tried any of it. It's all got labels on. She can't send it back. It's shit. Like, it she can't send it back so I won't let her come in because you're shit. Yeah, it's all shit. <laughs> <laughs> you shit bastards like it, it why waste your life why waste time of your life telling someone how shit something is because it isn't like because you think it's shit doesn't mean it's shit it's just your opinion of it which which is like sometimes everyone's got a different opinion so it doesn't really matter about your opinion and the people will always say to me you, you know like you just want people to be nice on here well yeah that's Generally, well, no, actually, because I get more <laughs> bad attention. But logically speaking, well, yeah, if everyone who was nice commented, because that's people who've got the same interests of the stuff what I'm doing, and that's originally why I started doing what I did, because I wanted to cater to people who found it interesting, not to people who hated it and, and wanted to tell me how much they hate it, because that, well, originally, logically, I didn't think that that made any sense, but now I realise that, that makes more sense than anything because you want the haters. You've monetized it. Yeah, you want you want the haters because they're the ones who bring all the fucking views on it. The more right. that they comment, the more that they kick off and cry about everything and argue. They argue in the comments with each other and it's amazing. Like, get loads of notifications and then there's just more views coming in. Yes. I, I, wanted, I, I wanted to tell you, I think I might have mentioned this to you before, Honor, that there, there's a community, in my town, there's a community Facebook page. And these people are fucking crazy. You know, I watch because I need to know. I need to know, and so I can say to my wife, "Hey, Hale, you're never going to believe what happened over." So, you know, one example is a guy once, woman went to a local ice cream parlor, and they didn't honor something. You know, like a five dollar receipt or something. Like that. And then the whole neighborhood started telling their stories of this fucking store. And it was like, at a, it was just crazy. It was like, this is crazy, crazy thing. And the owners was like, I, I, I honor everything. And this is a big misunderstanding. Don't destroy my business just because of, you know, this buildup. Mm-hmm. So we had this, I'm going to be vague because the FBI got involved. This, um, <laughs> this, no, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. So there was this event in our town and, um, Without going into too much detail, uh, it escalated in terms of like people's opinions on this event, and it it escalated and escalated. And just one guy said one, and it just like it was this crazy build of like out of nothing, really, an incredible mountain out of molehill, to the point where somebody made the decision to call a bomb threat, Fuck a bomb yeah. scare, over. And this was really legitimately like, and and. Article was written about it. The, the FBI got involved. Bomb, do- you know, pe- police showed up with bomb dogs, and I'm reading the article about it. And they're talking about the, and they're naming this, you know, Facebook group as you know part of the, you know, escalating situation and people's opinions. And you know, they're just kind of like throwing out this, you know, they're throwing out words and stuff like that. They they don't really see that. They say you know my First Amendment rights, but at the same time, it's just like it got very hostile. Okay, and all I could think of is I was talking to my wife, and I think I even mentioned it to you, Honor. I said, well, imagine you're sitting on the toilet, and you're just f- thumbing through Facebook, and you just decide to say something, and then you decide something to say something else, and you decide to say something else, and to the point where, you I mean, this has nothing to do with 
the dreams and ad, you know aspirations of your life that has nothing to do with your immediate family, that has nothing to do with like the uh, success of you as a human being. This is just some fucking bullshit. It's nothing, it, meaningless. Imagine you're sitting on the toilet and you write all this goddamn shit. Next thing you know, you're going to knock on the door from the FBI. How much of a fucking loser would you feel like yeah. if all this energy got like turned into something where you actually could f face federal charges. Now I'm not saying that that's exactly what happened, but at the same time, it's like investigation happened <laughs> and they, they investigated what happened and they went to this, you know, the Facebook group to see, you know, well, let's talk to this guy. He has something to say, you know, maybe he's involved. It's it just like, it just seems so unnecessary, but to the point where you say what you have to say and then all of a sudden you're in real trouble. Yeah, I, I think Mike Tyson <laughs> had it right, that? didn't he? When, when Mike Tyson said, fucking the internet's got people too comfortable with saying things right. without getting punched in the face. Yeah. And I think that's right. what it is. They can hide. They can hide behind stuff. Like, they've got a picture of a dog as the thumbnail, and the fucking right. name's something like fucking Muhammad, fucking Ali Jr. or something stupid. And, like, they'll just fucking abuse people for no reason because they think they're, like, tough guys and... It, it, essentially, if you're if you're if you're on the internet trying to abuse people, you're not a tough guy. Like n no one tough is sitting on the internet abusing people. Mike Tyson's not sitting on the internet abusing people. He's probably just going to rock up at your house. But if he was, punch, punch if he there. was, to be fair, he's one of the only people who's probably allowed. Yeah, did yeah. If, hear, if he is. <laughs> speaking of it, speaking of Mike Tyson, the internet. Did you ever see that guy who was sitting behind yes. Mike Tyson on the airplane? <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about this, Toby? No, I don't think this I happened did. last year, or the year before. This is a, this is like internet gone wrong. So this guy's sitting on the plane behind Mike Tyson. Now Mike Tyson is no longer the. I mean, he's doing very well for himself. He's kind of rehabilitated his image to the point where actually he was at the point where he was. You know, he lost millions, mm. and you know his story. I remember growing up in the in the seventies, eighties, and the nineties, and I remember the uh, Mike Tyson, and you know it was a crazy story. And now he's kind of like taking advantage of his stories and taking advantage of his personality. And he's <laughs> kind of regaining, you know, whatever. Yeah. But he's not sitting on a fucking private jet anymore. He's sitting in coach or first class. You know, he's like, he's got to sit with the rabble, you know. And Mike Tyson doesn't really hide. I mean, he got that tattoo on his face. On your face people know yeah, who he is. Like... Although yeah, that people... said, if you know people like Honor, half the people you know have got tattoos on their face. So <laughs> Yeah, Mike Tyson is like, Mike Tyson is the first. I, I remember back in the day, my tattoo guy used to say to me, just remember the there's a strong correlation between getting lots of face tattoos and so is suicide and like mike tyson kind of like was the first to kind of like he was the beacon of of uh don't worry we'll all be alive we'll all survive this if i can survive it you can survive it so mike tyson's sitting on a plane and this dude behind him is getting just drunk and his friend is across the aisle taking video of him making faces and you know tapping him and you know making faces from behind and then tapping him on the shoulder to talk to him and you know, just kind of bugging him. He's drunk. He's bugging Mike Tyson. So Mike Tyson gets up after a, a lot of just like, this dude is leaning over this. Are you Mike Tyson? Or whatever he's saying, he's he's clearly drunk. He's also kind of mugging for the his friend who's doing the camera work. And he's trying to like, obviously make some sort of viral video. Mike Tyson turns around and beats the living brakes off him. I mean, he just, he just like, he, I mean... That's the one thing you don't want. And then all of a sudden there's video of him like looking like he just got, I mean, he got beat up by Mike Tyson. <laughs> he's going to have <laughs> yeah, a mark. That guy viral. That's you give a fucking mark. And then he's just like, all of a sudden he's this, <laughs> he's this, you know, this victim of the situation. But it's mm. like the video, he looks like s s 
just the biggest drunken douchebag of all yeah. time. That's the best. I love that. No, I actually don't know how I didn't see that, but oh. that, that, that that's the exact thing, right? I mean, someone should have patted him on the back because that's kind of what some people needed. To be honest, like, a, a in, good, the good in the comments on that video, I remember seeing it on Facebook, and in the comments, people were like saying, fucking good for Mike Tyson, added on the same. And I was thinking like a lot of these people who are commenting here now are probably that type of guy would try and do it themselves. But the, a lot of people were defending Mike Tyson, like saying he's fucking... The, the, a lot of people were actually saying, like, people are getting too ridiculous with this, you know, like, they think that because the camera's out, that it gives them, gives them, like, free reign of doing anything they want, and people just don't want that. Like, people don't give a fuck about you trying to get a viral video, and essentially, like, yeah, you're going to get a viral video, you'll have your fucking five seconds of fame where everyone's going to see that video, and then you fade into obscurity, so it's not worth fuck all. You're not monetizing that shit. If you want to do something that's, like, monetary and do something funny, go be a comedian or something. Don't sit there winding Mike fucking Tyson up. That's the that's the one guy you don't want to be winding up. Like fucking pick on someone smaller than you who ain't gonna but, fucking hit you and <laughs> knock you out in one punch. But that's the same. Th but that's the interesting thing. Another interesting thing about what you do and what makers in general do. Knife makers and we're actually filming and videoing and and showing what we're actually making instead of doing kind of nothing. So it's Just like it, about the it, weirder yeah. thing is the weirder thing is the fact that. There are people out there who are doing nothing, mm. and then they're getting like you know they're one of the things that drive. I I don't know if it drives me crazy, but it kind of drives me crazy only because the amount the food reviews now are out of control. It seems as though everyone has an opinion on food, and then they have they they have these ranking systems, and it's turned it food reviewing without any kind of context is like rampant. It's just like you don't do anything, you don't make anything, but you're just talking about something that you like. Mm. And, and, yeah, unqual and, unqualified opinions. Yeah, and gem generally your opinion isn't necessarily the opinion of others. So like, like, I, like I was saying before, just because you don't like something and it isn't to your taste doesn't mean it's shit. I don't like mushrooms, so if someone makes me some more mushrooms oh, in I it, love mushrooms. I'm not going to be like, <laughs> the pizza was shit. The pizza was absolutely fucking dog shit. I hated it. I didn't like eating there. Oh, why was the pizza shit? Oh, I had mushrooms on it. So the pizza... Never go to that place. They have bombs in their pizza. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so really, the pizza wasn't shit, was it? It was just it had mushrooms on it. You don't like mushrooms. Well, yeah. Not so, yeah. So, so in the, the place is shit. It's just that you had some more you didn't like. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. So, so what's going to happen in the future? Like, it, things are looking grim, guys. No, they're on their way back, I reckon. I don't think so, dude. I, 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 I think there's enough. And look, I think this is the algorithm, right? You see whatever you want to see. You're seeing lots of food reviews. It's funny you say that because I've never seen a food review in my entire life on social media. But it's because I've never shown it any love for that. So I normally see cars being recovered out of the desert by other big four-wheel drives on my social media. But anyway, the, I, I think the the... the the whole the whole thing with it is I'm what I'm seeing a lot of now is people just going I can't be bothered to put up with this bullshit I, I'm not doing it and it's like it's like the whole um, Honor spoke about it last week with Chris or the week before last with Chris the people used to be scared of being filmed by phones like there's always that threat oh I can see what you're doing I'm filming you I'm filming you people used to stop doing what they were doing like they would actually be like ah oh, shit and and they'd be like oh, look at this Karen she ran off when she knew she was being filmed now people just go. I don't give a shit. Like, I love watching these people walk up and grab the stop oil people yes. and, and 
and and they and the first few videos they were sort of like gently trying to push them out of the way like get out of the way like screaming in their faces but they wouldn't really touch them now there's people grabbing them by their hair and dragging them off the street and throwing them over the armaco barriers and there's people like kicking it and i'm going in a way look i don't want to see humans get hurt i'm not interested in watching someone get hurt it's not my thing right but at the same time i like seeing morons get moved explain or, 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 what's going on i don't know what you're talking about oh you, you haven't seen it right well there's this whole stop oil campaign thing which is essentially the hippies which i right. get what where they're going with it i generally do i actually agree with it to an extent except i don't agree with being being a moron about the way you go about things and we've right. spoken about this already if you're going to lobby someone lobby the people who can make a difference go and park your cars and glue the wheels to the floor outside the White House. Uh, you know what I mean? Somewhere where it actually makes a difference. Wh whereas walking onto the M25 or A12 with 15 of you, some big barriers, high-vis uh, orange tabards, and a backpack on for some reason always. Yeah, they always have a backpack and then, on. They've always got a backpack. And then sitting down in the middle of a moving motorway, and I'll give them their due. They've got some balls on them. They don't move, man. You start nudging forward, and the car starts going up and over their knees, and they just sit there. Yeah, because and, they, and you just I think, think it's because I they know that no move. one's going to do all about it. Cause well, if, every now and then they do. You watch them hit them in the car, and, and I just think... And then they plead like they're the victim of it as well. They're like, it's a victim mentality, isn't it? Like, I'll go sit in, I'll go sit in the middle of a road, which, which, by the way, as well, happened last year at some point because uh, one of the MPs from Scarborough went up there and did it. She's a fucking absolute fucking Fruit Loop, a Labour MP. She's a Labour MP for people's... She's the behaviour, so like... She's the one who monitors other MPs' behaviour and then and puts them in un, under investigation if the if the behaviour is not how it should be. She goes up down south to to go to just stop oil, so drives all the way down south on a fucking bus and glues herself to the fucking road with super glue. Like so, you've used fucking diesel to get down there. You fucking used glue on a fucking road, which is use of a product which now needs cleaning and also a product which is kicking off like gases into the atmosphere as well you're gluing yourself to a road they stopped a fucking ambulance and i think there was a woman on there who'd had a heart attack and she didn't get to the hospital in time and she's now like severely disabled because the fucking couldn't get her to the hospital in time you're not fucking stopping oil oil doesn't just stop one day you don't just go right i'm gonna stop oil i'm gonna sit in the middle of a road and then all the cars will disappear the next day that's not how it works you wean us off it year by year by year by year. That's how it works. And also, gluing yourself to a fucking road so everyone sat in their cars with the ignitions <laughs> running when they would have probably been at home and the ignitions off, you're not proving a point here. You're making it worse. If you want to change, get rid of traffic lights. That's what I say, because traffic lights stop traffic. <laughs> put that's right, I agree. Put round of, well, you know, like anything what stops traffic, like... You know, like, you need, like, give-way signs. Whenever there's a there's Scarborough's absolutely chocker with traffic lights, and there's a corner in Scarborough with fucking loads of traffic lights from loads of different directions, and every time they are out, the traffic flows through so fucking nice. But every time they're on, traffic just fucking sits there because they only let a couple of cars through at a time, and it just don't work. So you're sitting there kicking fucking gases in. Come on, Just Stop Oil. Come and see me. Come and see me, and I'll sort your fucking lives out for you. Don't glue yourself to a road. Just fucking. <laughs> anyway, but wait a second. I'm going to be a little bit. I'm going to be. I'm. A, but it was far. That her tactics were far more uh, successful than writing an, a Facebook post because you're talking about it. Yeah. Well. That and she's <laughs> inconveniencing other people. And they're like, "What the fuck's that woman glued to the floor for? Oh, she wants to stop oil. Let's talk about it." All of a sudden, it's maybe she did she. 
you fed right into her master plan. Well, I, I, I did well, it when I, I did watch a TV show <clears throat> where they were interviewing one of them, and that's what they were saying. But then the people who were interviewing were saying, "Look, yeah, we understand that you are you are in you know like you're in the limelight, you're being talked about. But there's other ways of doing it. You would still be in the limelight and being talked about more so than not." If you fucking glued yourself to the fucking Houses of Parliament or to the gates at Number Ten Downing Street, because do you know what? And you would too. Yeah, because glued yourself would... to the front door of Number Ten, we'd all go, yeah, yeah, we'd be on side because we in England as a as a whole communal thing after the after the fucking um, the vote leave from the EU thing, and no one wanted to fucking listen Brexit. to us because they didn't really want us to leave. That, and, and them not listening to us and people finally realising that the government, we're not in a democracy, we, we, they just make it feel like we're in a democracy because we vote for them to be in power and we vote on nothing else. So no one's no one's down for the governments anymore. The part, Both parties are just fucking rich people who want to fulfil the businesses and, and feed their own businesses. They don't give a flying fuck about us who want to spend money on pure shit. No one's for the government. So we can be on side with Just Stop Oil, but just don't stop us. Just stop them. Stop them get flying in their fucking helicopters to places, flying in the jets to places, fucking the fucking four cars or the fucking five houses that they've got, which they don't need. Like a family of four living in a big mansion. How much? How much fucking greenhouse gases is that kicking out? How much fucking carbon is that kicking out? A fucking lot, I can tell you. More than my fucking little fucking farmhouse is kicking out. I guarantee it. Especially because I'm a tight bastard, I don't like putting electric on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I mean, protest isn't supposed to be convenient. <laughs> that's no I look, that's and the, actually, I agree with you on that. That's the number Jeff. one. That's the number one thing. Like, real protest has got to be really inconvenient. It's got to be like, if it's not inconvenient, nobody cares. I know, but like they they used to like. Obviously, I remember protests like when when I was when I was younger. Like the um, what was it? The I think what protest it was. But they never used to protest to us. They'd protest to, like, uh, prime examples, the, the, the coal mining thing. They'd protest at the coal mines because they didn't want the, the people who were running the coal mines to fucking, like, that makes sense to me. So you're against the coal mines, so you're protesting at the coal mines. Okay, yeah, I understand that. But you're, you're, pro you're protesting against oil, but you're protesting in the middle of a road where no one, like, go to an oil company protest outside an oil company in fact they did it at the fracking thing like there's the fracking areas and they protested there against fracking that makes fucking sense to me perfect sense and we can we we are because we're not like we're not being punished for no reason whatsoever by this we can you know you might win some people over you might people might be sitting there and thinking actually yeah i don't want fracking either i'm gonna i'm gonna jump on board this here's a tenor sunshine you put that towards <laughs> your, your thing <laughs> i remember when i was in college I followed this girl to a protest, and I don't remember what the protest was about. I didn't give a shit about the protest. I, just, I, I, I knew that was coming. I could, couldn't have cared less. You, you want to come with me to this protest? Absolutely, let's go. I'm for it. Whatever it is, I don't, I'm with you. And I remember we got to the place for us to protest, and the police said, you got to go across the street or we're going to arrest you. We went across the street, and nobody gave a shit. <laughs> nobody gave a shit about our protest because it was just like there was no. We were all of a sudden a convenient protest, and I and and I was just and I was like, ah, oh, now now we have something. Now I, I was now we could talk. Now the girl the girl was just like can't really do anything because no one's really give a shit about what we were protesting because we weren't in a convenient place. Mm. We were we're in a convenient place for everybody. No one had to deal with us, so we we're just like yelling in in a place that nobody. It didn't affect anybody. It didn't affect traffic. It didn't affect anybody. We didn't, I mean, I don't even think I got on a second date, frankly. It was just like so boring. 
But I don't know. I mean, that's one of the things about your podcast that I like very much is that you guys, you know, you go deep into these kinds of things that really kind of grind your gears. Yeah. I too much. It's, it's, too much sometimes. It's keeping up I with current, current affairs, though, isn't it? I mean, I mean yeah, like... Uh, in fact, it was the after show party yesterday. One, we started going into all sorts of shit yesterday, and then after we were like, "Fucking hell, that went a bit deep." But then it's like, weirdly, it seems like we're talking about it a lot. But then it is also current affairs still as well. So it's like it's difficult not to talk about it. And I don't think we've ever had anyone complain about us rabbit on about pure shit. Half the we time. Ha- we haven't. But I tell you, let me ask you a question, Jeff. You're a very smart guy, and you're generally pretty PC, and your podcasts go mad. I have this. I have this thought, and every what do you now, mean PC, politically yeah, pretty correct. PC. You're politically correct. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, you that's are. What you think. It, that's what you think. In comparison, <laughs> in comparison. Um, Go ahead. I, and, and so, and so, my, my thought process every now and then, I th- I say to one, right. I think we should start pushing the podcast. Right, we should get a few more sponsors, and we should start being a bit more like uh, maybe not politically correct, but we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can kind of get it out because because we don't talk about knife making. We are pretty much whatever that you don't have to be anything to do with making to 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 sort of like the podcast. And I go, Let, let's push it. We're the not we're in the top two point five percent of all podcasts in the USA now. Let's see if we can get that a little bit higher. And 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 then I go. So this week, Connor, we're going to be a bit more politically correct. We're going to be a bit nicer. Maybe say the words like I don't, I'm not even going to use the words, but a couple of the words <laughs> a little bit less. We're not going to be so mean to the listeners. And then we're like. Four seconds in, and Honor's talking about tossing each other off or something. Yeah. yeah I'm well, like, but you oh, that's that one. Let's start next week. Let's start Here's next week. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I remember when you guys were not saying bad words, and I remember you had a vote whether or not you can start to say <laughs> bad words. And I believe that I was a part of the, yeah, you should definitely say whatever the fuck you want. And my opinion is, is my opinion about, well, there's two things. I don't think, I'm politically correct to a certain degree. I don't want to really hurt anyone's feelings. You know, honestly, I mean, that's my, by, by bottom line. It's like, you want to live your life the way you want to live your life. It doesn't have really affect on me. So what do I care? That's usually, that's my, my ground rules are just basically like, I'm not going to I gonna think we're really, the same. I mean, so, I mean, I don't use certain words just because it's just like, you know, it, 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 I understand. I, I think that the most important part is if your listeners like the show, then who cares? I remember in the beginning of Knife Talk when I first started in with Mareko, Mareko's language was way worse than mine. Way worse. And he said fuck all the time. Everything was fuck. But because it's Mareko Momasi, I call him the golden child. So like when the complaints would come in, there would be one guy says, I listen to this podcast. I listen with my kids. And ever since you got that fader guy, now I can't listen to them with my kids. And, I'm just, and I wrote, and I, and I pretended to quit. And it was this whole big show. Like, ah, this is my last show. I can't handle it anymore. And at the end, I said, fuck you. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. It was like I lost my mind. But it was like at the same time, there's a couple things. Is People want to hear people want to hear people how they talk to their friends. Yeah, relatable, isn't it? They want to be relatable. They want to, They want their time passed. And honestly, when you, you say fuck, you don't say fuck. Is that really the end of the world? I mean, it's not really like, I mean, you're trying. I'll tell you what I did, and I, I got a lot of criticism uh, because I made the decision. This was during the pan, right before the pandemic. My kid turned 14, and I said, look, you're a smart kid. You're a good kid. I want you to be able to express yourself the way you feel most comfortable expressing yourself. So if you want to say fuck or shit or you want to curse, 
feel free. However, there's some ground rules. You can't say go fuck yourself, dad. You, that that's out of the you know. <laughs> and then when you're out of the, you're at school, you can't use that kind of. You have to you know learn how to you know Raise control yourself. You don't learn how to control yourself. But if you're at home and you want to say you know fuck once in a while, we're not going to like give you a hard time. And what I noticed was <clears throat> our relationship changed. And she felt as though she could express herself completely without having to su suppress certain words. And we honestly, now she, she's about to turn 19. She's doing great, honor student, uh, doing great in college. Everything's good. She told me that it allowed her to become, to us, her parents, the person that she felt that she was. And we get this deeper relationship. So my opinion was, has always been in like words. I mean, obviously I'm not telling people to like, you know, revolt the government or I'm not telling, I'm not doing that. But I mean, you say fuck or shit once in a while. Is it really make a big difference in regards to sponsors? I also try to feel as though this is our last day. I feel like every show we're going to get fired. So I might as well, if we're going to get fired, let's get fired. You know? So like, <laughs> I don't really, I don't get too, I don't get too, I don't get too worried about what the sponsors say because our numbers are always good. And, you know, we're just trying to be relatable. And, you know, that's my opinion. I, I, I My opinion is, is like, I don't think you should worry about that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's and my I, I also think as well, because we're so not, not really low down, like... Uh, I do. I do know that a lot of people sort of worry. Insignificant is the you're word not, you're you're, for. We're not scum. We're not total scum. No, but I'm, I mean, like in relation to the whole universe, and like the people who are getting cancelled are like the massive people who are saying it. People like Joe Rogan and people like like they're, they're fucking massive. No one gives a fuck about us because it's because essentially it's it's the attention that they crave. They crave the attention to try and cancel Joe Rogan. They don't want to cancel fucking Toby Mural from fucking Australia who moved to England because. <laughs> because it's not going to get them. It's not going to get them in the newspapers. It's not going to get them on the TV. You know, like trying to do it. So it's 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 insignificant to them. Like I mean, if if one day it does become massive, then then that's when they'll try and cancel us. But who gives a fuck? You can only be cancelled if if you can. Like, in fact, what Darren Till did it, didn't he? He said something about um. I won't fucking mention it on here. He said something about one of his uh, some joke about uh transgender, whatever it was. And um, right. loads of people tried to cancel him for it, even though it was it was just a joke. And he's got friends who were like that, and and you know like that they found it funny, they messaged him or whatever. And he even and he said, "You try to cancel me, but you can't cancel me. I, like I'm uncancelable because I don't give a fuck." He was like, "If people want to leave me because of what I say and what I do, then that's fair enough. It don't matter to me because clearly I'm not the right person for them to follow." And it's 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 essentially the same thing as what I say all the time, anyway. Like. And I say it to Toby while, like, after the podcast, I say that a lot of the people who listen to our podcast are wanting to try and cancel us because they probably think we're right in what we say anyway. They probably agree with us more likely than not because they're starting to listen to us. We're not big enough for people to disagree and listen to us. It's, it's, it'll come eventually. <laughs> but also, well, the also is there's two things. One is people don't care, honestly. Yeah. And number two is I wish we stopped using that expression cancel because this is not a new thing. I mean, this is when people say cancel, it's because back in the, you know, years ago when somebody was repellent or they didn't like them, they'd boycott, mm. right? If you didn't like the politics or the, or a radio show, or you didn't like someone, you would boycott the sponsors. And then what would happen would be is the bosses would, all right, here's an example, Howard Stern, great, one of the greatest of all time, listened to him this morning, still, still awesome. He used to get these 
people who wanted him off the radio because he felt as though that he was being uh, he was uh, obscene and they wanted the you know they didn't want their kids listening. And I remember what would happen was these people would write letters to the sponsors and then the spon to put enough pressure on the sponsors to call up the radio stations and say you got to stop or you got to go. So this was the concept behind this idea of canceling. It's a group, special interest group and then it's really the the the, the ownership of the pro, you know the TV show or the radio show putting pre being pressured to get rid of someone or stopping someone. But I hear people talk about as individuals they're being canceled and it's like no, no, nobody cares about what you have to say. You're, you're insignificant. You're an insignificant person. Mm -hmm. No one's trying to cancel you. Trust me. They don't, they don't, they don't, it doesn't exist. It doesn't really exist in your situation. You're not, nobody cares. I, I, I think the only people who are cancelable are the people who aren't real. Like the, the, you know, like the, a lot of these influencers, the fucking fake, like these fucking bullshit. Like, oh, look at my Ferrari, what I bought because fucking, because I sold fucking 40 shares in fucking cryptocurrency or whatever. It's just fake. Like, oh, look at how look at how amazing our family is. We love each other every single day. No, you fucking don't. They're the people who get cancelled. <laughs> it's not fake. I told you, I love them all <laughs> <laughs> equally, equally. Even but if the, some of them don't love me. But the other, but the real, the other problem is, is we're holding people to the standard that's unreal, unreal. It's unrealistic. Mm. You know, it's like we used to hold these polit politicians used to hold each other at this to the standard of like, oh, well, he's a flip flopper. He said this today and then he says something different tomorrow that you, means you can't trust him. But we're and it's it's the idea of like who you can vote for and stuff like that. But now you're seeing, well, this guy, this comedian told this joke that I found offensive. He needs to stop or we need to stop him when it's like the guy was telling a joke. Yeah. He's a comedian. Obviously, he doesn't. He doesn't set policy. So, what's the big deal? But at the same time, I understand when somebody says, "All right, well, this guy told this joke," and then we keep, the joke keeps going, and then all of a sudden, it allows people to feel comfortable telling the same joke, and then all of a sudden, we're being oppressed. I can see that jump. I can see how people would feel that way. Mm -hmm. But it's like, at some point everything's not a black and white issue yeah and you kind of yeah. we don't we don't we want every humans humans hate change and the life loves change and we we're, we have this on we have this inability to separate these black and white issues into these gray issues and just kind of be normal just be normal instead of being so black or white yeah, it's finding a happy medium in it. That's what we need to do. Right. Obviously, like I'll, dis I'll disagree with someone's opinions on 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 what they think. They'll disagree with me. We need to, you know, like this is this is also a problem which is relatable nowadays. Is like like we've mentioned already on this podcast. Two people can disagree but still get on because it's the happy medium right. in it. Like we, d I don't want you to have the same. Me and me and Toby are a prime example because he's got different views to me because he believes in an imaginary guy in the sky invented everything, <laughs> and I and I believe that there was no imaginary guy in the sky who invented everything. <laughs> but if he wants to believe that, you're killing him, you're killing him. <laughs> if he wants to believe that, like I, I don't hold anything against it, and and if anything, like I say, like like I'm happy for people because it gives it gives them it's faith in it, like it gives people faith, something to believe in. And and honestly, I, I wish that I could believe in it, but I'm too. My mind's too skeptical for it. Like I've I've read up so much stuff about it. Like I've I've watched. You can't read. I've, don't pretend. No, I've, I looked at the pictures in books about it, and right, that's okay. why I haven't read Bible because the cartoon. There's not, the cartoon, there's right? not one there's no picture. picture in they Bible. do children's Bibles on that. There's, no, there's loads yeah. of pictures in children's <laughs> Bibles. 
<laughs> but yeah, odd Toby lives in a lives against guy. And I, I, I like, <laughs> that was the best description I've heard for God. Yeah. It was week. about as simplified as could possibly be. Invented nothing more simplified. The only thing nothing I'd like to know that. is if God Go at one point flooded the planet because people were so bad, why the fuck has it not happened <laughs> in recent times? Well, well, you know, would you like to best? know why? He promised he would never do it again. That was what the rainbow meant. Nah, well, the best. He needs to fucking be, do it again. He needs to do it again. The best would be. You have Noah, who's got a YouTube channel, and people are criticizing. People criticizing how he's nailing the planks together. I've been That's building. That's not how you nail the fuck. Those aren't fucking baboons. I've been that, building forty cubic a, boats you, for a hundred years. Yeah, doing it wrong. I've, yeah, I've been. I've been building boats for a hundred years. That's. This is not the way you plane a plank. You'd get you get. call that a lion. You'd have people calling him a conspiracy theorist as well. You what? You yeah. think it's gonna rain and flood the planet? You're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> oh, I, I like this new game. The new game is is how how modern life would depict the stories from the Bible in the most unrealistic we way. Make a Do you know what about it? Oh, yeah. Do you know what actually would be brilliant? Would be Every now film. and then, because pe- people do like, you know, the whole reels of like the world from my kids' point of view or whatever, yeah. and they do all like. There's a chick who 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 does like that she dresses up as like her vagina or her ass or her whatever have you seen that one she's like no no, no that one's hysterical talk we're talking about the bible here toby <laughs> no, no, what's no, going no, on no. here so, so my, what, my what point happened? is i thought you're a man of faith right <laughs> my point listen <laughs> my wife so watches them they're very funny anyway the point is wouldn't it be actually very cool to do exactly that to do to do the first person like pov of of um of noah and all different bible characters if it was now what people oh. would say and what people would do. That's brilliant, Jeff. You've come up I with would it. Watch, That's the next I thing. would watch that. I would watch that all the time. He's in, in, oh, I'm the, doing the, that. The I'm captions. not. I'm going to add it to the list of stuff I'm never going to do. But yeah, I want you to. Do, you do, you do, re, you do reenactments, and then you have you, the real story is the comments. The comments in the feet of the reenactments of the Bible. Oh, you, but Noah and the whale. That's not, a, that's not the right whale. That, that blowhole's too small. What are you talking about? <laughs> that whale would never survive oh, a blowhole that small. JK, you, you can't I've been fit breeding in that. whales for thirty years. <laughs> I've been to I've been to Sea World. You can't fit in that whale's mouth. <laughs> I've been blowing for thirty years. <laughs> hey yo, not my man. That's what she said. All right. <laughs> I I I find I find life to be. I I've recently. Uh, I'm about. I'm gonna turn fifty in a couple months, and I've been I've been really like trying to f- be in touch with like my age and be you know accepting it and understanding it and I, I feel like i feel as though i'm a, i feel like the last five years i've become much more enlightened into who i am in this world at this moment and i'm now starting in the last couple of weeks i really started to notice especially thinking about aging politicians and these politicians are like either these fucking old guys with like strokes and people they're too old to lead us and they're too old to lead us and a part of me is just like yeah experience is something but at the same time you you cannot you when you get to a certain age the pre the generation the generation ahead of you or, or below or below you they're the ones who are going to make the change i gotta step back yeah. These decisions that people are making, I can't be, I can't, I see all these knife makers on Instagram and Facebook and they talk about the way it used to be and they talk about how things used to be and this is bullshit and this is the other thing. And then, but at the same time, it's like 
our information now has changed because our generations have changed. And this is the new way that people are going to learn. And that's just the way it is. And us old guys with these old opinions, we need to just celebrate it. Celebrate the fact that we're, irrevel- we're, we're relatively irrelevant now, and that's okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It is time. It's the same as same as in England, though. The, the the politicians in England are all fucking old, and it's they've got they've got too much. It's they've got too much there for themselves. The the, the too self important. Like they've all they're all millionaires. They've all got companies and that. What they want to try and back by fucking flowing money, getting like building their own businesses. And I think let the younger generations who haven't got businesses or whatever yet, you know, like let them fucking take charge and let them lead 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 the country. The, it's 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 fucking weird, isn't it? Like it's it's not even it's not even just the UK, is it? I mean, it's the same in America. They're all old guys who are running for for, yeah. for presidency. Mate, Joe Biden touch, keeps looking like he's touch. having a stroke every or falls asleep every conversation he has on stage. <laughs> the, these people are out of touch. Yeah. They're but out of still touch on, on than, other people's needs. Than the last one, even if he is asleep or mid stroke. Oh, oh, you mean Mitch McConnell? No. Was he the last one? I meant the one with. He's the weird done it a couple times like where he stood up there and then he's like, kind of like. Is that who frozen? it is? I, see, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, genius. It's... I see them. I was thinking that. I, 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 I'll be honest. I saw one of those videos and thought that was Biden and thought, wow, he looks ropey. But another one. I mean, you know, they're all. They're all. It's enough. It's enough with them all. I mean, it's. It, this is not your generation anymore. Mm, it's no. enough. We don't want it. We don't want it. I tell you one thing. One one country that I was very impressed with is is in Spain. You go to Barcelona. And um, they're very youth forward. Like they've what they've done to keep the youth. And I was talking to Tomer Bodner about it, and he says Israel's the same way. They're trying to like embrace youth culture right. and say this is you, this is going to be your place. We want you to stay here and be happy. Yeah. Israel and Spain, they're all trying to like you know allow the youth to make decisions. Very interesting. Their youth must be smarter that, than the I know that we did that. We had it in London where there was, I can't think of his fucking name now. There was a, there was a, a black guy who was trying to run and he, he was like, you know, like it, it was like the, the, how you just see him all, you're like a young, young, young black guy, but he was real intelligent and he just, and he, he spoke like, even when I was watching him, the way he was speaking, I was thinking, that's what we, that's what fucking London needs. They need a, they need a mayor like that guy because he's on the same wavelength for all the other young people. But then right. he didn't win, and and the the guy who's in power now, who's who's who everybody for some for some reason the guy who's in power now with mayor of London, everybody hates him. So fuck knows how the fucking voted him in power, but everyone fucking despises the guy. Well, I'll tell you how that happens, Honor. Go ahead. So so it's probably just like and Honor's going to love this because I can always bring a podcast around to scouts, right? Oh, oh God. we we have no. Listen, We've got listen. To this talk makes about total scouts, sense. By the way, this makes We've total to sense. Talk. When when we need new patrol leaders, what we do is we have a group forum and we let all the kids vote. And then we get all their votes. We look at them and go, no, there's no way we're putting that kid in charge. He's a twat. And we just make up whatever we want. And we just put the kid in charge that we want in charge. And then we let the kids think they voted it. And so then the kids like him because they think they voted him in. That's that's the way you get anyone any politician in. Uh, th- yeah. There's no there's no honesty or, or anything well, it's, like that. It's like I say, with, though, it's not a like the. The the like to make us believe that we're in a democracy, but we're not. Like, like oh, you you can vote for who's in power, but why don't we vote about everything? You know, like you will. The houses of parliament are absolutely about you, Les Cameras. Yeah, vote about you, Les not Cameras. About you. Yeah, look, we don't get to vote about that. Everyone's cutting them down and causing fucking chaos. I love that. It's my favorite. They're good videos. Have you heard about this, Jeff? 
No, tell me about oh, it. So there's this thing called ULES. I, I can't remember what it stands for, but basically it's a load of cameras placed all around the centre of London. And when you drive anywhere near it in a car, it gets your number plate and charges you an obscene it, amount well, it's, of money. It's a car that's older than... Um, nine, three years nine, old. Is it? Is it three years old? I thought it was a, a bit longer than that. But it's, Maybe I made it up. But whatever it is, it's basically a tax on the poorest yeah. because... The people who can't afford the newest cars are paying the most amount of money to live in London, who already pay the most amount of money and haven't got as much money because they live in bloody London. So it, there's always been a congestion charge. Like 20 years have been a congestion charge, but this has just got worse and worse. So there's no way of getting out of it. So they've got these ULES cameras. And so there's these people like they've just created like a vigilante army that just just go around. They literally, there's two Allen bolts to hold them on and they just have an impact drive of an Allen wrench on it. They, and they just grrr, grrr, gun these things out, cut a wire of a pair of cutters, and walk off with this giant camera that looks like, I don't know, C-3PO's torso on their shoulder. Yeah. And, and, the, and they've just got entire sheds full of these cameras, which who knows how much they cost, but they just cut them down all the time. Or, or they've got sawzalls, and they just chop the post off and just let it fall on the floor. And so the camera's just laying there, like, unusable, smashed up. It's brilliant. It's like the guys who cut the clamps off people's cars for them wearing a mask. They're the best. I love those people. That is about to happen in New York, uh, New York City. They're, they're about to put cameras. Uh, they're about to have congestion charging, and people in New York are going out of their fucking minds. Basically, because traffic in New York City is so bad, it always has been, that they want to do a surcharge for people driving in in Midtown Manhattan, and people are losing their minds. Uh, maybe that'll happen. I don't think that'll happen. In, the the in thing New York. is, it doesn't fix anything. Like- well, it's because Americans get shot. <laughs> When they do things wrong, I ha- I have to. We have to talk about guns a little bit because I know that's one of the issues. But there's there's one thing about I have to say. I I hate to break to, to turn it this way, but people seem to think that in New York there's a lot of gun violence, and then there is there isn't compared to the amount of people in New York itself. I've seen gangs of New York. It's just gangs. I know gangs <laughs> of New York. Yeah, yeah, I know gangs of New York. That's the problem because I get messages all the time. Of people saying, "I would love to come to New York, but they don't. I'm not allowed to be armed here." I've I'm almost fifty. I've never. I had a gun pulled on me once when I was in high school. I deserved it. But other than was that, it that girl. <laughs> no, it was it was. You're uh, not coming to was, this fucking was, protest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. You're coming to this protest whether you like it or not. Hands in the air. Get fucking walking. But uh, the gun violence in New York City is in New York in general is so s- slim compared yeah, do, to what people's perception do you know what it is though like i like i i i, I wow, the way i see it is it's the same as knife violence in the uk that the 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 internet and the news media outlets and whatever they try and make it sound like it's everywhere you know like there's fucking everyone's getting stabbed every single day in in four weeks there's going to be no one left in the uk because everyone will right. stabbed each other to death and then you see like the american news outlets and they're doing the same with guns like everyone's shooting each other to death there's going to be no one left. But, like, then you speak it's, to Americans and they're like, yeah, there's, like, that happened and then there's been nothing for fucking however long, you know, like, it's 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 not, or, like, it's certain areas where it might be worse than other areas but still not as bad as they're making out. And it's it's all, it's all like, it's 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 news at the end of the day, and it? It's like, oh, well, we've got not really to report on today. Should we just report on uh, another stuff? Yeah, but it goes back to, to politics. All you need is one guy who wants to get voted in, so he'll just find some random gang member who got stabbed last year with his own knife, probably, and then find his mum, who clearly loves him because he's his mum, yeah. and will explain to the world why 
little Charlie was a really lovely boy. He never would hurt a soul, and he happened to accidentally have a knife on him that day, and that he he would never do anything to hurt anyone. So we're starting a charity in his name, and that politician will push that so far they eventually get voted in as the mayor of London or whatever mm. the hell it is. Mm. And it's irrelevant. It's, it's it's all a false story. But it doesn't matter how much falseness there is to something. If you get the media to spin enough good, all the others are just the any truths that come off are conspiracy theories. Yeah. My wife and I stopped listening to the news um, because it just got too depressing. Yeah. And one thing that we love is we love listening to baseball. Sports, for some reason, is the one thing that doesn't matter your politics. It doesn't matter, you know, people don't get crazy. People don't, you, you don't get, you know, people don't get crazy when you talk about sports. That's one of the only reasons why we listen to baseball now. Unfortunately, I don't even listen to fucking football. But other than that, I can't do news anymore. It's just, it's just, I felt like I was being manipulated. And I, I honestly, I felt as though, um, I get, I feel like we, you know, you guys too, people online in general, I think manipulation is very, very, uh, I don't think we understand how much we're being manipulated into doing things. I mean, the idea of being an influencer really should be, is a nicer way of saying a manipulator. Yeah. Because you're you're being mm. manipulated into feeling certain ways. You're manipulated into being, buying certain things. I do it all the time. And I feel as though sometimes I get pushed into positions of, of having to feel or, or act a certain way. I feel enough. It's enough. I don't need to be scared all the time. I don't. When I was very young, uh, my mother took me to uh, Florida and we were with this I, I didn't know this woman and the woman said, Oh, what's your name? Je I'm Jeffrey. Where are you from? And I said, I'm from New York. And she goes, Oh my God, it must be so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, what? It's not that bad. It's great. I love New York. You know, it was like, I, I fucking love it. I, and it was, there's, we've been, we're manipulated so much on such small levels that I just try to back away from yeah. it all because this is like, it's just, it just seems like it's just too, ex it's all too exhausting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that. Like I, I, I stopped watching news. I do, even when like Emeril watch news every now and again and she'll say about stuff and I'm just like just fucking don't even bother mate like why waste your life on it like the thing is as well because we live in such I mean now we live in this Scarborough's small like it's a small town and then we live in a village which is in in the vicinity of Scarborough so there's just nothing and if you don't watch the news you don't hear about all the fucking like you say the depressing shit what don't really matter and it isn't affecting us like a lot of the stuff what's going on now isn't affecting us in in where we are like it's 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 not making a difference to our lives so what why why waste your life worrying about it and, and letting it like let, letting it get you down watching it on the news just just fucking just just leave it it's, the, it's probably advice i'd fucking give to anyone just don't what just fucking sack the news off it's a it's a fucking it's a waste really it's not not what it used to be and who gives a it's, fuck about the even the weather's wrong weather tells you it's going to be sunny and it fucking rains for a week so it's all fucking bullshit, <laughs> isn't it? You're fucking walking around in your shorts on Monday because you were told by the weather that it was going to be sunny, and it's pissing it down. You look like a twat. So, down. Back to back to your podcast. One of the things that you guys do very well is the way you do your Patreon. I don't do Patreon, <laughs> but and I generally I usually break the balls of people who do Patreon for podcasts generally because it's just like my joke was I think I was on work for it and, and I said your people think that the, your after shows me better than this bullshit something like that I was basically saying you ain't gonna get much better than this 
One of the things you guys do with your Patreon, which is smarter than anybody else, is you berate them. <laughs> you come up with names and you read them off, and then uh, Toby will read off the names, and Honor will say either he's a slag or he's a drug <laughs> addict or whatever it is. And every single time you do it, I'm just like, what a what a goddamn genius move! Is you just they're paying you. And then you either call them a drug addict or a slag, which is the best thing of all time. It's sort of, it's, and they love it's it. It's like an OnlyFans kink that we've got. Like, it's weird. Yeah. But then, in fairness, like, it was them who sort of, like, I, every time at the end of each podcast, I'll say a swear word because because Toby don't like it. And I always try and get it in right at the last minute because I can see, like, well, I can't see him, but I can hear him try to click it off real quick. So I'm trying to fucking <laughs> say And they like that. Like, they started messaging and saying, he didn't say a swear word this week. So then it just sort of like evolved from that. And then the more I abused the patrons, the more patrons we got. So I know. it's fucking weird. And it's like the it's, one, yeah, one, <laughs> one episode, I think you rated their penis sizes. <laughs> yeah, dude, See, yeah. One guy yeah, got a big dick. It was one got a small schlong, dick. Yeah. It was yeah. freaking schlong. Wasn't it? Click and schlong. I was just like, this is the best way to read off a person's name. You you don't know these people. They've given you money, and then basically you say their name, and then you make the decision whether they have a small penis or a big penis. And I was just like, <laughs> these guys are goddamn geniuses. It's using the internet exactly how other people use the internet, just just giving giving them fucking unsolicited advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're labeling them small and large. <laughs> I love it. I love I, that. That actually has turned into one of the most original bits that I feel I've, I'm like, you've turned me, you've turned me completely around. I think it's hilarious because <laughs> I can also tell that Toby, you get a little bit uncomfortable. You're just like, these guys are all paying customers. Yeah. But they do love it. I mean, they literally, yeah. they've start, I don't know if you've heard the last few, but what, what we've been doing they is people are their changing names. their names. I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they just they get some of them haven't, and I think it's just because they just pay and they and they sort of listen every week and whatever. But others genuinely get involved. Like I had a message the other day from someone saying, "Have you recorded this week's podcast yet?" And I said, "No." And he goes, "So I've still got time to change my name." <laughs> so like, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got like an hour. But, but <laughs> like, I, think that, I went on there. It was that's changed. the thing. What it does though, like it sort of it gets them involved. Like what Toby was saying, yeah. like like them changing the names on us abusing them rather than just reading off a load of random names. What no one's going to pay attention to. In actual fact, what we're doing is we're paying. Like it's it's a bit. You know, it's a bit of the podcast. Yeah, it's a, and it's it's giving them more attention than the would generally because people are people. I, I guarantee you, like people who are listening probably remember some of our patrons because they'll remember that fucking that Ben cuts knife works has got a tiny penis or something. Like it's, <laughs> it's fucking. It's just what happens, isn't it? One of my favorite things on Knife Talk is is sometimes the guys will read the names. Like I don't let I don't really sh they don't know the questions or anything before the show. So Mareko's got a you know he's got a dyslexia or something like that, and sometimes he doesn't. He's not really like focused. So sometimes he'll say the names and then it'll be totally be fucked up. And one of the, at some point there was something happened and people started making fake names. Like one guy's <laughs> you know signed Hugh Janus, and you know these were and then. We 
we would sometimes we'd get them, sometimes we'd miss them, and now I'm really encouraging the knife talk guys. And I think you got some of the little crossover uh, because they I, they would they would you know Barry McCracken her, and they they would come up with these Mike names and we would Literous. read them off, and it was always I loved it because they get, they knew that maybe they're gonna get to get past one somebody, and, and I'd I'd reprimand Craig because he wouldn't realize the guy said you know my name is you know uh, huge asshole or something like that <laughs> huge <laughs> asshole or something like that you know I think it's terrific yeah it, ha- it has kind of evolved and that is the thing every now and then i think did we push it too far this week yeah. like did we go too far and then and then i just think do you know what's the worst that happens one of them actually gets offended and leaves like it, it's not that big like don't be wrong i don't want to offend anybody and if they left I'd, I'd probably message them and say hey man sorry if we pushed it too far but it's kind of what you paid for <laughs> um but yeah. you, you know what i mean you can't, but, you can't but go like you said about the after show the last is getting a tits out for you it's just not happening is it that's right that's <laughs> it is it but but like you said about the the if they you think the after show is going to be any better the after show is not better it's <laughs> it, it's often worse because we're ready to finish and right. we're like crap let's right. put a bit of after show but what it often is is there's no rules like yeah. whilst we aren't very PC you have rules we, in the regular yeah show? yeah 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 <laughs> so. we try to be a bit PC about our real like the strongest parts of our beliefs but it, but or or you know what it is stuff that I don't want people I specifically know that have got nothing to know with knife making that I know are not a patron and are never going to be able to patron and I need to talk about it, <laughs> but I'm not, I can't talk about it to the whole world. So the, the 37 or 38 people that listen get to hear me talk about how much of a dick my boss is. Now, nah, not my boss, but you know, like somebody. Right. Can't right, say that because right, right. this is the real one. On the after show, I'll talk about my boss. Yeah, this is... Uh, I, I, think, <laughs> I think generally our after show party is sort of like, if you imagine if we cancelled off the call and then just continued chatting pure shit, then it's sort of like no holds barred just talking about anything and that's... That's generally what they get. They get really. It's, it's, so yeah, it's probably not even really worth it. <laughs> and and our major announcements, Jeff. We tend to go. Oh, I meant to mention. I, I'm selling like I've just started selling kills yeah, or, or Tormek or, or whatever. And then I go. Oh, this is the up show. Only 38 people are going to hear this. Damn it! I should have done that on the real podcast. <laughs> the, I, the, it's the, I, there's every so often. We've been doing this now for a while. Every so often, I'll think. Did I go too far with something? If I, did I say something, did I go too far? Or will somebody be upset? Or will somebody... Well, I've gotten death threats in the past, but uh, very infrequent. Um, <laughs> I'll, I will... But I will... Some days I'll, we'll record Knife Talk on a Wednesday or Thursday, and I'll think... And then all weekend I'll be like, did I... Did I say something that I'm going to regret? Is somebody going to be really upset, or, or, or am I going to? Am I in a degree of? I'll say something about somebody in my neighborhood, and I'll be like, yeah, "Is it yeah. possible that this person is going to hear it? Well, should I be worried?" And every time it comes around, I listen to it. I'm like, "Ah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be." And then I usually I don't hear anything. Once in a while. Like the guy from Cyprus was really pissed. <laughs> the guy from Cyprus was, was really pissed, and we just leaned in on him. I'm like, what is he going to do? He's from Cyprus. <laughs> We're already here so far, but and he's never going to hear thing. it. He's yeah. quit. Or, well, his friends call him up. Oh, no, and that's, that's the other thing is, is like, we'll say something about someone. We'll be vague, but obviously not vague enough. And then their friends will contact him and say, you should listen to Knife Talk, as Jeff said. You know, called you an asshole or something like that. So that is one thing I. You know, I usually regret, but uh, I don't regret listening to your show. I've, I love your show. I feel, I feel like Thank I don't you. ever really regret anything because I've been out and got drunk that many times and been a fucking absolute tit. 
that I'm just over the fact that <laughs> that that I'm that I'm going to do something that people aren't going to like. So it's like, eh, at least I didn't get drunk and make a fucking tit of myself. I'm sober. Give my willy out again. Yeah, and I f- we- do, do, do you know what the worst thing is, Jeff? It, I, it's one thing to offend somebody, just some random person on the internet, right? You feel a bit bad. But the the only, and it's not even a fear, the only genuine thing I sometimes think, ooh, am I going to regret this? Is if I was going to offend someone, at, like one of the 15 real people in the world that I actually care about offending. Th- that That's the only times I think, oh, maybe I should go back and check the edit. And then, and I often, I don't. I just, uh, I'm sure it'll be all right. I'm sure it'll be all right. I'll exp- I'd rather ask for forgiveness than, than fix the edit. You're, you're, just, you're a fucking soft twat, that's why. Every, everybody who I know, who I give a fuck about, wouldn't get offended by anything that I say because I'd probably give them worse than I've said. No, everybody's soft in my life. <laughs> I'm trying to think about I'm trying to think. Um, in the beginning of Knife Talk, I never had customers listening. And I always felt like, because I don't try to, like, merge the customers with knife-making mm. people, like, I felt like there wasn't a lot of crossover. And then recently, I've been starting to see more crossover. So... Sometimes I'm just like, well, that's just the way it is. I mean, it's like I say what I say, and that's just that's. I'm not going to apologize for it. I mean, I said what I said. Did I hurt your feelings? I'm sorry your feelings were hurt, but I said what I said. I mean, you know, that's that's the only thing. I I just one of the things I have noticed is I'll have people who want to come on this or people who want to come on Knife Talk, and they'll say something to the extent of, uh, I really want to come on, but can you? I the people who listen to the show don't like certain language do you think you cannot say certain language and basically i'll say yeah well yeah no i understand no problem but those people will generally always generally and <laughs> they're probably listening to the show too generally they won't give me the good stuff either <laughs> you know what i yeah, mean yeah, yeah. like they, sometimes it's like they're a little too guarded i'm like i kind of want to have this contract like i will keep a pg but you got to bring me the rated r because uh, because otherwise it's like it's it gets very ho hum. Mm. Yeah, right. you don't want well, a boring podcast. Nobody wants a boring podcast, right? And you know who doesn't have a boring podcast? You guys. <laughs> I listen every week to the Fire and Steel podcast wherever you get your podcast. The icon is this bearded, shirtless Poseidon that's me. Thor guy. You've not seen the uh, tattoos. It's literally me with a beard, forging in a hammer. That you got to go listen to it. And trust me. You do not have to be a knife maker. You do not have to be a blacksmith. You do not have to be anybody that does anything to do with making to enjoy this podcast. Honor Kaglar, Toby Murrell, Toby Murrell. I'm sorry. I apologize. I, sorry, Toby Murrell. This is the one podcast I highly suggest you listen to. I support this podcast a thousand percent. Join their Patreon. Be called a prick or a, be called a, you know, have your penis made fun of. I mean, obviously, you know, why we, not? Jeff, whilst you're advertising for us, we need female patrons. We thought we I had know, one I'm the other excited. day. Dude, someone was called Christy. I, you, you and got, it wasn't you're talking Christy. the wrong guy. I can't, I can't crack into that. I can't uh, crack into that, uh, into that demo at all. So you got the wrong guy here. But with that said, guys, I want you to go follow Toby. I want, if you're in the UK, buy all your stuff from UK Knife Supplies. The, they're maker, great maker you always UK say it. i'm super grateful maker. every time i say he's such a good guy I thought it was uk you knife anyway. supplies uk knife maker supplies but thanks man. uk knife maker supplies toby's great he offers a great service 
He's it's him and his family. They're 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 shipping knife making supplies all over the UK for sure. Just go support UK knife maker supplies a hundred percent. He's a good guy. He's worth it. And and go follow uh, dies in every film. Obviously, you already do. Um, and support these guys. Listen to their podcast. You won't regret it. And uh, guys, I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, thanks for inviting us, man. On. We'll do it again. We're, we're going to do it again. We'll do it more and more frequently. Yeah. We'll do it more frequently. That was fun. All right, guys. Listen, we're going to see you next week and uh, have a great weekend. All right. Thanks again, guys. Bricks, bitches. This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. Makers.